0: Hello, gentle souls. You know, I didn't think the return of Happy Harry Hardon would uh, incite such violence. I have no idea what I'm talking about, dude. Well, in the inner workings and in the inner world of my podcast, I uh, I experienced a form of censorship. You know what's really what's really interesting is my podcast got stung on Monday um, what I was trying to do with the episode which is now released but it was released it was taken off it was put back on and I think you the listeners need a reason as to why something like that would happen now, some of you managed to listen to the episode um, before before something happened to it. But for those that didn't, there is a new version of the episode that I've just put up Tuesday morning. So, twenty more—well, more than 24 hours after the release date that was supposed to happen, which, in a way, meant that I was late for my episode, which I'm not happy about, because I was on time. Powers that be, the powers out there, the quote-unquote, the man, decided to do something. So, let me tell you a little bit, a little story. Now, there are a number of podcasts out there that I listen to that, um, Dissect songs, review songs, um, and I listen to them religiously. I listen to a lot of, well actually some of them I listen to religiously. Pod of Thunder, I'm calling you out. Great podcast, um, you know, even though I don't always agree um, with your views on particular KISS songs, I do appreciate the show. And I do appreciate the banter. And I do appreciate the service you're providing. So I want to tell you what happens when I listen to Pot of Thunder. I listen to the episode and it is a song by song dissection of the entire KISS catalog. And they do it one song at a time. They play snippets they play the entire song. They play the song in its entirety. But split up through the entire episode. So you're getting 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there, or maybe 15 seconds there. And they play the entire song through their entire episode. And this provides a service. This isn't... Um, you know... It, I, I know they... You know, they self-deprecate themselves and say that they're not, you know, they're not uh, official KISS people. Like, that they're not um, all that. Um, That they're not authorities on KISS or or whatever. But they're still providing a service. And what is that service? And I think this is kind of why I'm a little bit bitter this morning. Is... Since listening to that podcast, or before listening to that podcast, I'm. It's pretty safe to say, despite the Kiss reunion tour and despite all the stuff that was going on with Kiss, you know their final kick of the can, uh, you know everything that was going on with them. I had no interest in listening to them again. And Kiss was my favorite band for longer than I can remember, and probably whether I want to admit it or not, are still my favorite band. Um, I've put more, I've logged more hours on KISS than any other band. I know I've listened to the entire catalog, I own the entire catalog, I've actually gone out and bought the entire catalog, and then since the advent of the Pot of Thunder, when I discovered the Pot of Thunder podcast, I've gone back and reignited my passion for KISS and gone back and listened to the albums, you know, good, bad or ugly and found stuff in there that I liked. And um, I will say that there are three or four albums that have been on regular rotation for me since listening to that podcast. Pot of Thunder, if you're listening, you're probably wondering which, which albums they are. Asylum. Monster uh, Asylum Monster, uh, and, um, Carnival of Souls and The Elder. Yeah. And, uh, Dressed to Kill. Definitely Dressed to Kill. Dress to Kill has gotten a, a lot of spins. But anyway, thanks to them and the service that their podcast provided, one, they reignited my my love for KISS and made me forget or made me remember what I'd forgotten that I liked so much about the band by providing an in-depth analysis of these songs. I like them again. And they are getting. And now I used to have the entire Kiss catalog. Uh final cassette but I never did complete my CD collection. And I've actually gone out and bought a KISS CD. Now even though I subscribe to Google Music and I do have uh, access to the entire KISS catalog, I am still streaming. So even though I've bought and purchased their catalog completely twice, twice and three quarters, I've still gone out and bought another CD of theirs, even though I have a streaming service that I use. I've actually given more money to KISS, and exclusively because of the Pod of Thunder podcast. They have provided a service to me, and they have allowed me to remember what I like about that band and the songs that I like. And rediscovering things that I maybe didn't like before, that I like now. Having respect for Paul Stanley, which I didn't have before. You guys made me have respect for Paul Stanley. Uh, You know, reliving uh, the greatness that's Bruce Kulick as a guitar player. And how his leads are really that tasty. And then, um, you know, finding an appreciation for Tommy Thayer, who's... You know, I was one of those KISS fans that hated his guts, but, you know, thanks to uh, the, the brothers and Chris, well, you know, I'm going to give those guys a chance, or give those guys, I'm going to give Tommy a chance, and you're like, you know what, he's a pretty damn good guitar player. So, there's two KISS albums with Tommy Thayer on it that I listen to now, that I wasn't listening to before, because you guys pushed me to listen to it, and because you forced me to listen to it by listening to your episodes. So the service you provide is very, very clear. And the music industry, KISS in particular, but the music industry in general should be owing a debt of gratitude for what they do. Now, I don't know if you boys have been uh, uh, approached, sent emails, had your podcast, episodes of your podcast removed at any point for playing KISS songs. I'm assuming maybe, but I don't know for sure. I'd be really curious to see what you guys have to say. But my recent episode of my show, the whole entire point of my show, and the reason that I did what I did was because of my love for the Pod of Thunder podcast. They're providing a service, and I'm like, God damn it! I'm going to do the same thing. I am going to highlight soundtracks that people need to go out and buy. I am going to. I'm going to. Re, I'm going to say this again. I'm highlighting soundtracks that people need to go out and buy. Now, I may not have the uh, the audience that the Pod of Thunder has. Or of a Chris Jericho or or whatever. But I do have an audience. It is a global audience. And people listen to my show. People enjoy my show. I've had a, a, a growth of the show uh, that I never, you know, that in my best dreams I never thought I would see. And the, in the time that me and my brother and all the assorted you know, co-host on this show, the amount of work that we put into making this podcast happen. I'm trying to give some love back to my inspirations, to the things that have pushed me to be who I am. In particular, and this is one of the snipes that came, but in particular, wanted to reintroduce people to the movie Pump Up the Volume, which is the first podcast that ever happened it was the idea behind it was about podcasting and in this episode that came out on Monday there's also lots of notes in there lots of comments sorry lots of commentary about how yes it was the first podcast and but specifically I talk about how the songs on the soundtrack were not the sounds in the movie because of corporate involvement So what I'm trying to do is give a tease to the audience out there saying, go buy this, go buy that, go stream this, go stream that. And you know what, if it's just me talking, people might go out and, you know, people might go and go, you know what, yeah, I'm gonna give that soundtrack a shot. Thanks, Shonorama. Thanks, Todd Geek. I'm gonna go give that a shot. I'm gonna go try that out thanks for letting me know but because people learn orally if they hear a clip of the song then they're gonna go out and listen to that band listen to that soundtrack if they don't hear a clip of the song you guys ain't getting any streams so now I know it's not the bands that have a problem it's the labels because the labels are penny-pinching and they're taking money from the coffers of the bands that made the music That's an ever-present reality and that's exactly what's happening. Now, I am maybe not in as grand a way as Pot of Thunder, but I am providing a service. I am spiking sales, but you know, I have a little show, right? So maybe you know the spikes, the spikes of sales you see are not the spikes of sales that you wanna see, but if I was capable of generating an extra 10 streams, or an extra 100 streams, or an extra 1,000 streams of the bands that were, of sorry, of the soundtracks that were featured in our episode, if I was able to do that, and I'm not getting paid to do this, there is no monetization happening. I don't get paid. Uh, I don't get paid. So all I'm doing is going to a corporation, making sure that their little movie soundtrack gets sold or streamed. That's what I've done. But uh, I had four instances. but it was something on the lines that I'm profiting off of them. And that ain't the case, man. That ain't the case at all. I am trying to get people to go buy your soundtracks that people have forgotten about. Trying to get people to remember the soundtracks they grew up with that they don't listen to anymore and trying to bring them back exactly like Pod of Thunder does on their own podcast. How they've reignited faith Kiss and wanting to get people see Kiss, and to be honest, pumping sales into their end of the world tour because honestly, some people are not interested in Kiss anymore. I mean, the sales have not been you know the you know it hasn't been the rampant crazy sales that they had hoped for. Like the the like they're not sold out in every city. But I will say this, guys from Pot of Thunder, people are seeing that concert now that weren't gonna go see that concert before because of you guys. And again, is it 10 more people that are gonna see the show? Another 100, another 1,000, another 10,000? And I don't know what your listenership is, but I'm assuming it's pretty damn good at this point because you guys put out a quality product. All kidding aside, I know you guys self-deprecate you guys put out a good product and you do provide a service that's all I was trying to do so if you uh, if the record labels uh, want me to apologize I am sorry I tried to get people to go buy your albums and stream your music and stream your soundtracks I'm sorry so the episode yesterday that was on Monday that was pulled has been removed and has been replaced Including no music from there So if there are any spikes on there, it is not because I didn't try It's not because they didn't try to get people to fall in love with your soundtracks In your movies Because keep in mind if someone listens to a soundtrack, they're probably gonna go and check the movie out The the, the amount of love I, I gave me and well, I guess me because I'm the exuberant one But the amount of love I gave to uh, pump up the volume in singles alone, and don't get me wrong, I love Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell was a, a major influence on how I sing, on how I write music, on how I perform, on how I carry myself. and to be able to tie his legacy in with a soundtrack that I think is very good with a movie that was pretty good. You know, just to get people to go out and check something out again. And the interesting thing was the thing that was stated was there are bots out there. There are bots out there. Keep in mind, they are bots out there that work for the various organizations that I, you know, push my podcast through that stated that you may or may not be in copyright violation. You may or may not be, have done the things that you may have, we saying you may have done, but on the safe side, we are removing your podcast just to be safe. So you're not investigating. You're merely saying that, hey, just in case, we're gonna remove your content. There's no due process, we're removing your show because hey, you. if you were a bigger show, we might have contacted you directly, at our lawyers contact your lawyers, that sort of thing. But because I'm a little fish in a much bigger pond, you just took my stuff down. And you know what, I complied. There was no copyright violation. I'm just trying to push your various IPs. I never once played a full song. I played enough to tease how great something was. That's all I did, man. So that's what I have to say. So the episode ahead coming out next week, I'm going to be doing a butcher job on it to remove uh, to remove stuff, basically to make sure my show has less pop, and to make sure that I'm not potentially violating copyright. and playing ball with y'all. Because I am not going to, I'm rolling over. Yes, in a way I'm rolling over. But what you've done is, you've pushed me to the other side now. As Happy Harry once said, talk hard. Don't forget about the movie, and what the message of the movie is. Talk hard, pirate radio. Create your own podcast, create your own voice, do your own thing, go out there and be. Don't live by anyone else's rules. Find ways around the rules. And just so there's no confusion, Pot of Thunder, I'm not mad at you guys at all. I look at you guys as a beacon of light in a sea of corporate greed. I love what you guys do. Keep doing it. And uh, thus far, you guys are still on the air. Thus far, you haven't had episodes pulled that I'm aware of. And I still will listen to your show. And I still will believe in what you guys do. Hopefully one day someone can understand what I'm trying to do. But in the meantime, I'm putting an episode out every week, as I always do. Uh, I have another session planned, and a big studio session planned in September. I have another one planned in October. I'm just finalizing the dates for those two. And, uh, yeah. That's uh, what I got for you this morning. Thanks for listening to the show, people. I do appreciate it. Please like, share, uh, comment. Please comment, need more comments. And if you do comment, it will get brought up on the air. We will share the comments during studio sessions to talk about what you guys are talking to us about. And if you guys got topics you want us to cover, please do so. Where can you find us? Sean Geek Podcast on Facebook. I might be taking it off Facebook soon. Anyway, on Facebook, Sean Geek Podcast on Instagram, Sean Geek on Twitter. I'm also available under those monikers on Tumblr, on Reddit, LinkedIn, even. Um, you can listen to the show. I don't know where you've heard hearing this version or this version of this episode, possibly on YouTube. Possibly on uh, Facebook, but you can also listen directly on my website, Seanbeginity.ca. You can also uh, listen to Sean Geek on every streaming platform, and if there's any that I've uh, that I that I'm not on, please let me know, and I will get myself added. But you can listen to me on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I don't know, all of them. All the places. You can find me everywhere. Please remember, people, play nice, be nice, and um, see you on the flip side. Peace out, brothers.